Welcome back to A Better Love. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Matos, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles and a leading expert in couples therapy. Get your spouse on TikTok right now, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your person. Share this live event with them and join me every Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific time as we talk about healthy relationships, getting through hard stuff, and learning concrete skills. You're listening to episode 76 with a live TikTok audience. Thank you to our members on patreon.com forward slash a better love project for your sponsorship of tonight's show and your commitment to this veteran led 501c3 mission. Tonight we're answering the question, can I save my relationship? I'm gonna answer that over the next 15 minutes by helping you clarify why you want to save it what you've done to save it, and what you're committed to doing in the future to save your relationship, to deepen your passion and love for the person you care about the most. Do you have any thoughts or questions about this topic? Feel free to share in the comments below, and I'll get to them later. Shout out to our moderators, any of our moderators on for right uh, right now, welcoming new folks tonight to the show, fostering a supportive environment here at A Better Love Project. Let's start with why you want to save your current relationship. This is the important place to start this conversation. And the why of anything, the motivation for anything is a critical element if you are considering changing anything in your romantic relationship. You have to be motivated. In Portuguese, the word is vontade. Do you have vontade? Do you have the will to change your relationship? Because if you're at the end of the line, ladies and gentlemen, If your partner's asked for things and you haven't been able to come through with it or you haven't been motivated to come through uh, with it, then right now it's pivotal that you answer the question, why? Why do you want to save this relationship? Why do you want to be with this person? Are you married? If you're married, if you made that commitment, if you signed that contract, if you uh, entered into that commitment to somebody else, then you definitely ought to be motivated to at least go to some couples therapy if you need to. And to be open to change in the first place if your partner's asking for something. But if you're at the point where you're asking yourself, can I save this thing? Then what is your motivation? Because it's going to require a lot of motivation, ladies and gentlemen. The first thing I assess any of my couples who come to work with me in private practice is whether or not they're motivated to actually put the energy in to change the situation at hand. So motivation is key. What is your motivation? You can answer these questions as you think about it right now. And as I already mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, grab your spouse, get your boyfriend, get your girlfriend, get your partner and have them join us on this live show right now at A Better Left Project. Share this show with them. Let them listen to me directly, Dr. Greg, about how uh, to save a relationship if that's what's going on in your world right now or someone you know and care about. The second piece of why is how important is this relationship to you? Is it the mother of your children we're talking about? Is it the uh, the father of your children? Is it the uh, someone that you've been married to for 20 years? Is it, you know, who is this person to you and why are they important to you? And why are you going to be motivated to do things differently now, right? Now that you recognize that if you do not do something differently, the relationship may end, okay? Or maybe there's a high likelihood the relationship will end. In a long, fierce love, you need motivation. You need to understand why a person is important to you. This is the why, ladies and gentlemen. 
And if you've answered that question, if you have the answer to why, then maybe you have a chance to save your relationship. Now, all of these are maybes. All of these are dependent on what you decide to do as you listen to what I'm talking about right now and as you listen to your partner tell you what the state of your union is. But motivation and importance, number one. Number two, what have you already done? Okay, what have you already done to try to meet the needs of your partner who's asked something of you to love them in a different way? What have you already done? Why is this important? Because it says to me, it says to you, where you are in your readiness for change. Now, I don't know if anyone has heard about this idea of readiness for change or stages of change, but this is an important element if you're considering couples therapy, if you're considering any systemic or relational change. Trust me, you you would preferably want your partner, you and your partner to be in the action phase of change, but there's several others. There's uh, in this particular construct that I'm explaining right now, there's uh, pre-contemplation, there's contemplation, there's preparation, there's action, right? You're doing stuff to change your relationship right now. And then there's maintenance, which is a huge thing. At the end of couples therapy, I know I'm getting a little off track, but at the end of couples therapy, you're going to be talking to your couples therapist about maintenance. How do you maintain uh, the change? We're going to talk even more about that in a second. But readiness for change so here's my question for you. I'd actually like to do a quick poll. And it looks like the majority of folks who have voted said, yes, we're in the action phase. So important element here, if you are in the action phase uh, and you don't want to lose your relationship, then that's a good thing, right? You're going to be in, you may have already tried to do things in your relationship to change the dynamic, right? Then you've got a little bit of a track record, right? You've put some evidence in place there that you are actually committed to some level of change. Uh, very, very important that you and your partner both understand where they are in relation to what needs to happen in your relationship for it to be safe. Confidence is the other piece. Confidence. How confident are you? based on your previous attempts at changing the way you talk to your partner, the way you listen, the way you validate, whatever it is, the way you get through conflict, how confident are you based on your attempts at changing things that change is possible, right? Have you attempted a few times in a few different ways and you just have a sense that nothing keeps, you know, nothing is really tracking? So these are ways that you can measure again your sense of, uh, where your relationship is right now. Like how close is it uh, to really being at the end? Uh, confidence, another element. What have you done already? Hopefully, again, you've already tried to respond to your partner in new ways. You've already tried to attempt change. Uh, these would be good things, right? Number three, what will you do? Okay, what will you do? What is your commitment moving forward to creating new rituals of emotional connection because at the end of the day, a fierce love is a love that has a strong emotional connection. And after 40, 50 years of research coming out of the Gottman Institute and elsewhere about what makes long loves last and are in, and become healthy and is that people are <laughs> routinely, routinely, uh, connecting with each other emotionally, like perhaps maybe 
a State of the Union conversation at the end of the week, or as something as simple as a stress-reducing conversation at the end of the day. Lots of folks may do this already, you know, casually talk about their day, understand how each other uh, are faring in life. These are all important elements to be able to fit into a relationship. Now, when you don't have these rituals of emotional connection, particularly in a longer-term love, you're going to go through seasons of hardship. You're going to go seasons uh, through seasons of storms. And it's during those times that it's particularly important that you maintain your emotional connection, even in those high stress points, even in those moments where you don't think you have a lot of energy, you don't have a lot of time, your energy and time is going to a million different things. Maybe you have a kid or kids and you've, you know, your parents have been spending a lot of time with your kids and invested in your kids and your emotional connection with your partner has dwindled or diminished. So it's in these places, like what is your commitment, right? If your relationship is going to last, if you are going to be able to make it through this storm that you're going through right now, then you need a fierce commitment to instituting new rituals of emotional connection. Listen, the Gottmans talk about five and a half to six and a half hours a week that they would like you to be invested in your emotional connection. Five and a half to six and a half hours a week. That means hugs and kisses on the way out, hugs and kisses coming back, stress reducing conversation, and many other things that you can learn uh, here at A Better Love Project. The other piece to commitment, or what will you do, right? Will your relationship survive? Well, are you going to stay updated on your partner's dreams? Because beyond this moment in time when there's conflict, I understand, beyond this moment of time where there's a lack of emotional connection, beyond this moment of time, there is the dream, right? The underlying narrative and story that is in your partner's mind, maybe in your mind. What is your dream, right? about the aspirational love, the aspirational relationship that they want to be in. You need to know what their dream of a fierce love is. You have to have an understanding of this because it is the bedrock. It is the background narrative. It is the backstory. It is the underlying uh, force behind the most challenging issues that a couple will face, uh, gridlocked perpetual issues, right? So maybe you're at a gridlocked issue right now. This is what is going on. And you're at the end. You're like, nothing's changing. Nothing. We're gridlocked. We're stuck in this position. You know, what do we do? You got to stay updated on each other's dreams. You can do that on a daily basis, right? You can do that on a weekly basis. And the point is that you do it, right? Small actions like this, small moments of seeking understanding of each other's internal worlds, uh, what it is that our partner truly wants from their life, from themselves, from their relationship, what are they invested in uh, creating with you? All of these elements are going to give you a good idea, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to be able to save your relationship. This is the question that we got. Can I save my relationship? Well, these are the elements that go into you deciding, figuring out how shaky is your relationship right now? Uh, how, you know, is it really in rough shape? If you haven't been doing stuff in the past, if you haven't been motivated to maintain emotional connection, if you haven't been committed and showing up in your relationship on a daily, weekly basis, well, then it's going to be harder and harder and harder to reset. Okay. It's going to be harder and harder and harder to get on track with whatever the kind of relationship is that you want to be able to 
uh, create with somebody, right? Can I save my relationship? I hope you don't get to the point where you're asking about whether or not it's going to be saved, right? I hope you don't get to that point. I hope you're at the point where you've got a lot of wiggle room, okay? I'd love for you to have a ton of wiggle room for you to be able to improvise, to learn, to adapt, right? The mind, the human mind is a brilliant thing, a brilliant organ, a a brilliant mechanism here. We're highly adaptive, and that's the beautiful hope that we have today. Uh, Even if you're in this situation where you're like, oh man, is my relationship gonna last? Is it gonna survive? Uh, the spring, is it going to make it to summer? If you're in that position right now, and there are many people who are in that position, uh, ask yourself these questions that I've posed tonight, okay? Ask yourself, you know, how motivated are you, right? How motivated are you? Are you ready for change? Are you in that stage of change right now? Do you have uh, the knowledge, skills, and abilities that you need to tackle the issue? Let's see. Anyway, hey, thanks for coming tonight, everybody. It's uh, 15 minutes into the show. We're here for 30 minutes. If you want a more in-depth training on any of these elements that we're talking about right now, definitely come to my 30-minute live workshop, live streamed on YouTube each month at A Better Love Project. You can sign up uh, by clicking the link in my bio or going to abetterloveproject.org and clicking start here. It's that time of the show, ladies and gentlemen, to dive into your comments and get to live audience questions about healthy relationships. I hope that you have been thinking, listening, thinking about your relationship, the kind of love that you're looking to create with the people that are around you right now. I'm diving into your comments and questions and thoughts, but if you haven't already shared something, feel free to ask a question about dating, relationships, sex. Listen, I've got 20 years in the business, training in the business, which is the field of psychology. I've got a doctoral degree in clinical psychology. I've got six years of specialized training and experience doing Gottman Method couples therapy. And I have level three practicum training in Gottman Method. Uh, We got some uh, friends here uh, on the show who said, listen, you know, I was in a relationship, but I gave up. I can only ask for things for so long. To be able to actually see someone come through in a reasonable way would be great. Makes sense to me. And each and every one of us makes our own decisions about the relationships that we're in. We stay in or leave. I got another question from an audience member uh, earlier this week uh, talking about this very question, which is like, you know, do we... Do you stay? Do you go? You know what I mean? Maybe you're the person who's asking themselves this question right now. It's a difficult decision to make. I would hope that if you're, you've been in a relationship definitely over a year, definitely if you're married, absolutely if you have a child or children with the person that you're in a relationship with, that you ought to give couples therapy a chance. So reach out to a local provider in your community. But uh, before you make any big decisions, why? Why why make a huge big decision like leaving a marriage or leaving a long-term relationship without at least sitting down in a room with a professional who knows a thing or two <laughs> about relationship science? I, I'd give yourself and your partner that opportunity. I hope your partner takes you up on the uh opportunity of couples therapy. It's an amazing opportunity. So I hope they do. Uh, My friend from Alabama, I hope you're doing well tonight. Listen, if you're new to the show and this is the first time you're ever seeing my face or listening to our show, 
feel free to introduce yourself. Give me your first name and let me know where you're listening from right now. One of our friends married for 31 years and want to make it through the transition of retirement. I'm not sure if there's a follow-up question there. Don't see one. So let me just make a comment about retirement. Listen, I've worked with uh, combat veterans specifically and family members for many, many years. I was an active duty military psychologist in the Navy. I served in the military for about 11 years, active reserve time altogether. And one of the, the, so I can say a little bit about this particular group of people in retirement. Retirement is a rough situation for a lot of uh, combat veterans, veterans, military family members who were high speed, low drag, traveling around the world, moving every couple of years, uh, tackling big missions, uh, doing something that, you know, entirely rewarding, purposeful, meaningful work, etc. cetera. Uh, and maybe that for some people and some families, that's, you know, child rearing, right? Teaching kids everything they need to know about life. Uh, so there's all sorts of things that we do in our uh, younger years and our middle age. And then retirement, right, is this phase of life, which we need to be able to figure out and navigate together in a long-term fierce love. And the best thing that I could suggest to you, my friend, and anyone here who's looking toward uh, retirement in the next five or 10 years is be very clear right now about what your dreams are in this moment. Because in every season of our life, my challenge to you is to aspire to dream about the kind of love and life that you want to live, no matter what age you are. And if you're leaning into retirement age right now and you're in a relationship, particularly with if you're a high performer, they're a high performer, that you know, you're the kind of people who like to stay busy, then what I would suggest to you is two things. Live a purposeful life your whole life, right? So if one of your missions, one of the organizing principles of your relationship in the beginning of your love was to, you know, have kids and uh, create a family and have a home and all those things, then what is it in retirement, right? What are you going to do? What adventures are you going to have? What things are you going to learn? What are you looking forward to? Have that in mind. Get on the same page. Create shared meaning around that for you and your partner if you are five to ten years away from retirement. Uh, that's a big deal. Thank you for bringing up that topic. Very, very important topic. Thank you so much. Let me see. Why are there friends who didn't communicate at all during a, pand- a pandemic? Well, uh, we're still in the pandemic. And so what I would encourage anyone to think, if they're like thinking uh, like, okay, well, there was this really wild period of two years or more, right? Where this is basically where we are in the world. I don't care where you are. Imagine what is the kind of relationship that you want right now with the people that you were connected to, okay? And if someone has hurt your feelings because obviously they've become emotionally disconnected, maybe they've withdrawn, maybe they were having a rough time, you know, the last couple of years with all of the challenges that we have all had to endure in one way, shape, or form, some of us in very intense, uh, stressful, financial, stressful, you know, devastating ways. Others have fared easier. If you have had a tough time during this pandemic, reach out to the people who are most important to you. Don't wait another minute. And if you want to reconnect with somebody and you feel bad about how things are, let them know. Let them know and ask for what you want. Okay, just be gentle about it. Be clear about it. That's how, that's all we can do. That's all we can do is be clear about what we want with the people who are around us, our friends included. 
Do 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 do. We get a happy Easter on the comment. Happy Easter to all of you who are celebrating today. I uh, hope you had a good day today, and I hope most of your days are good days, right? <laughs> Some days we have hard days, but that's a thing if you're human. But I hope you had a good day as well. Do you think you can fix an abusive relationship in a relationship that is abusive? The number one thing is to recognize it. Two, in a safe way, uh, be able to establish very clear boundaries in a you know relatively prompt manner. <laughs> And uh, if you need help, get a clinician, mental health clinician involved. If you're in a, a violent situation, you need to get, uh, likely need to get local community supports involved. There are nonprofits and other organizations, community mental health clinics, et cetera, who have resources for individuals who are experiencing intimate partner violence. And I encourage you to reach out, Google uh, the resources in your local community. You know, there's a spectrum of relational phenomena, right? The disaster is kind of what you're talking about right now. Then there's average. They kind of fit in the average range. And then there's the masters. You know, we talk mostly about the masters at long-term relationships here at A Better Love Project. I got maybe another minute, another question in me. What soul, what's a soulmate to you? Let's, let's, that's, that's the last one I'm going to take. What's a soulmate to you? Uh, listen, if you believe in a soul or you believe in these things, destiny and these other things, then that's the most important thing, right? Our core beliefs about this universe and our existence uh, matter the most, and it matters the most that you match with a partner who shares your core beliefs. If you believe that there are people out there who are especially suited for you, uh, I guess that would probably be reasonable out of 8 billion people that there's probably, this is my view, out of 8 billion people, there's probably about, you know, five, maybe <laughs> five people who maybe match a ton of your qualities. Will you meet that person is another question. So uh, play the, if you're dating, if you're out there dating right now, play the numbers game. That's the game you have to play. And if you want to download an app, you can play those odds easier. I know that's not a thing for some people, especially my friends who, like me, are middle-aged and maybe the last time... Uh, they dated, things looked very different. Well, actually, things are better now. This is my view. Things are better now because the algorithms uh, will take your preferences out into the universe and track someone down within the radius that you plug into a dating app uh, who may match those qualities. So you cut down, there's efficiency in dating apps. That's my thought. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's all for tonight, actually. <laughs> Don't forget to join our project as a member and get exclusive benefits patreon.com forward slash a better love project as always if there's something that you want in your relationship ask your partner for it and when you need help reach out to a local licensed couples therapist i'm dr greg from hollywood california from my heart to yours and until next time love each other fiercely <laughs>